The Law of Assumption, H. Spencer Lewis, FRC, Imperator, 1915-1939, and co-founder of the Rosicrucian Order, AMORC. Co-founder of the Rosicrucian Order, AMORC, H. Spencer Lewis wrote more than two dozen books and booklets, as well as many articles for magazines, which he also published. Additionally, he authored the first monographs based on ancient manuscripts he had been allowed to view during his initiation into the Rosicrucian tradition in France and through later inspirations. Lewis was imperator of the order from 1915 to 1939 and founded Rosicrucian Park in San Jose, California. The more Rosicrucian principles are analyzed and tested and used in a practical and serious manner, the more enthusiastic members become and the more proficient they become in obtaining results. You can use the principles of assumption to make your life happier, more contented, and really more prosperous in the actual necessities of life and the pleasures of life. The proper way in which to make your life happier and more abundantly supplied with all of the good things is to use the principles of assumption in just the right way. Let me explain what I mean. Undoubtedly, each one of you know of some person who represents your ideals of happiness, contentment, and health. Many times, you may wish that you were like that person and could have the sweetness and goodness in life that such a person has. Ignorant people will envy those who have health and happiness, whereas a mystic will not envy but rejoice in the fact that certain other people have contentment and health and the other blessings of life and will try to emulate them and to be like them. Now, here is where the principles of assumption enter into our consideration. We should not attempt to substitute ourselves for the people who are happy and contented but we should create in our minds an ideal person who is enjoying the ideal things of life as we understand them. First, we should create in our minds the picture of a person who is healthy and who always has a smile in her eyes and on her lips, a kind and encouraging word for everyone and who has a comfortable home nicely located in a peaceful and respectable location with a happy, contented group of loved ones and with a moderate but dependable income. Such an ideal person can have many qualities and conditions that we can invent or imagine. We can give to such a person a beautiful singing voice by which she entertains others and entertains herself, or a fine ability in oratory. We can give her many other special attributes that we consider necessary to our ideal of a happy person. Now, the next thing to do after creating such an ideal in your mind 
is to use the principles of assumption to assume that you are gradually becoming that ideal person and for hours of each day go about your affairs with the mental assumption that you actually are the ideal person you have pictured. In other words, after you have built up a character, a personality who is happy and contented in life, and who has what you believe to be the ideal things in life, then you should supplant your present self and your present conditions by assuming the ideal ones. In order to be consistent and have the principles work properly, you will have to carry out your part of the assumption. If you are assuming yourself to be the ideal, happy, contented person, you must act that way during every hour that you feel you are assuming that ideal character. You must feel that you are healthy. You must feel that you are happy and contented. It must radiate from you with conviction as if it were absolutely true. Such an ideal person could not be grouchy, complaining, fearful, worried, or envious. That would be a black mark upon the ideal picture that you have made. Therefore, your first step in carrying out your part of the assumption is to take on the characteristics and attitude and to carry out the actions of the ideal person whom you have invented. It is just as though you were writing a story for a novel, or a film, or a play. It is as though you put into your story an ideally happy, contented, prosperous person who is spreading sunshine and peace, encouragement and inspiration everywhere she went. Now, if you were called upon to act the part of that character in a play on the stage, you would not only have to use the words that such a person would use, but you would have to feel that character in every part of your consciousness, and every little thought and look and movement on your part would have to be consistent with the characteristics of that person. In carrying out this assumption of such an ideal character day after day for some weeks, you will soon find that you are creating around you an environment and attracting to your surroundings the same prosperous, happy, contented conditions that you visualize. You will find that you are actually creating the very things that you have wanted. So, during the coming week, I would suggest that every day for a few hours, you throw yourself into this ideal character and let your whole thinking and acting be changed by this characterization of your ideally happy person. You will find it will have a great psychological and cosmic effect upon your thinking, and this will affect your health and it will attract to you many pleasant things that will make your days and hours happier and more contented. You should begin the work 
this week by assuming the characteristics of this ideal person for a few hours each day, especially during those hours when you are alone and can carry out the part without attracting attention. Working with these new principles of assumption, you may find it will open a new vista and a new field of possibility. You must remember that of all the creatures created by the divine, human beings are the only ones that possess the creative power in a mental and psychic form. This creative power is part of the divine consciousness in us, and it is this element of divine consciousness that distinguishes humans from all other creatures or all other living things in any of the other living being kingdoms. Whatever a person thinks and concentrates upon and at the same time directs their creative consciousness toward becomes a manifest thing somewhere in the world. Every time someone intelligently, deliberately, and knowingly sits down and meditates, concentrates, and mentally creates something, they are sending forth the thought form of their creation, and this thought form will become a materialized actuality somewhere, sometime. We discover from our use of this power that it cannot be used inversely or wrongly. A creative power is something entirely different from a destructive power. The creative power of our consciousness cannot be inverted or perverted to send forth destructive thoughts, destructive forms, or destructive vibrations. Everything that emanates from the consciousness of a person and becomes a thought form that will carry on and on until it is made manifest must be constructive and creative, not destructive. This is why you cannot injure another person mentally or through any formula or mental process. The cosmic principles that cooperate in keeping a person in tune with the creative power of the universe are so harmonized that any destructive thought or attempt at destructive application of power simply neutralizes itself. This creative, divine power within you is under your immediate control all the time. It can be used to create or recreate new cells and new conditions in your body, or to recreate and create new things outside of your body. From the truly esoteric and metaphysical point of view, there is no difference between concentrating upon some cells in the body to join together in healing a wound or in curing a disease, and concentrating upon constructive waves to leave the mind and go forth into space and construct something. When you use the law of assumption in connection with your creative power and consciousness, it may seem like you are performing a natural miracle. In fact, it is not a miracle at all, but a natural procedure. 
You are putting yourself in the place of someone else and then using the creative power to carry out the idea that is in your consciousness. Therefore, throughout your work with the law of assumption, remember that when you choose an ideal person or idealized type of life or condition, you must remember that while you are concentrating upon this ideal condition and visualizing the things that it should have or should be, you are creating something that someday will make itself manifest to you. Use these principles this coming week to recreate ideal conditions around you. Select the life of some person who you believe is ideal and be that person for a while. Thinking as he thinks, creating as he creates, and at the same time holding fast to your ideals. This will enable you to enter psychically many of the ideals or fixed conditions that you wish to have made manifest in your life. If some are slow in becoming actually materialized in your life, you will know that it is because the cosmic is not quite ready for you to have the things you are seeking, but that in good time and in unexpected ways, the thought forms you are sending forth will come back and bring with them the happiness and contentment that you have been trying to secure. While you are concentrating or visualizing yourself as being another person, you must get rid of the idea in your mind that there are two persons involved in the formula, yourself and the other person. You must not have a thought in your mind such as that you and the other person have exchanged places and that now you are in the other person's place and he is in your place. Such a thought continues the idea of two persons and the duality of existence of the two. During the assumption, the one uppermost thought in your mind must be that there is only one person and you are that one person. The other person is therefore temporarily out of existence, out of your mind, as though you have never heard of her or never knew of him. This singleness of identity is the great secret point in the process. There must be but one person of whom you are conscious, and that person in this new combination that has been founded by the assumption. Now keep these points in your mind during the coming week and go on with your experimenting with the laws of assumption, for we are going to carry this formula through and examine it and analyze its usefulness and application in many ways and you will soon find that you have in your hands a marvelous key for producing many marvelous effects. <laughs>